This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On Back to You, we might visit Park Place. We sure might, as we make a deal. Steve might go to jail and not pass go. (laughs) And Howard might be throwing axes. We're going to talk about games people play. It's a game like Back to You. Let's make that deal. (laughs) On Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Were you just Charlie Brown's teacher there for a uh-huh. second? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. nice. I'm, uh, after COVID, I'm going to do a, um, I'm going to be a Charlie Brown teacher impersonator. You could make a fortune doing that, <laughs> don't you think? Oh, you know, so fortune. So, so you having the rubber voice? Can you do a Charlie Brown teacher? Let's say with a French accent. Can you do that one? <laughs> All right, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Thank you. I'm a German. Thank German. Uh, <laughs> It'd be like, (laughs) yeah, got to get the sound in there. Well, hey, uh, we're here uh, for another episode of Minutia Men. And, you know, before we Mm -hmm. get started, Dave, I'd like to uh, just send out a thank you to Jonathan Brammeyer, Buzz Kilman, Mm -hmm. for uh, mentioning our interview with uh, Danny Bonaducci. That was awful nice of them on on their podcast. They're sounding great by the way yeah they are and you know what else has sounded great and we don't talk about this enough um but the uh, the whole uh opi shows group you know at opi shows we go to opi shows and listen to some of those uh shows there's some great stuff on there and i was just listening to the newest one with the paul banks mm-hmm. it's great uh, stick what is it stick, stick to it or to or wait, e- stick to uh, everything it's called stick uh, to yeah yeah uh well, well we had paul and he's a He's a smart man. Yeah. He's a very smart and glib man. They're better. The thing that I don't like about these shows is when I listen to them and I'm like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> better, better than, than us. Ours. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They obviously put more effort into that than we did. Well, then uh, let's show them something this time, huh? Well, I got a story for you and I forgot to mention it last week. Okay. Um, so about nine months or so ago. Um, I saw a documentary on the movie Yellow Submarine, you know, the Beatles, yeah. obviously. Um, and I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really interesting. And it was really interesting, especially how they did the animation and the storyboards and, you know, uh, just yeah, just that whole, you know, process. The blue beans so I, and what have you. Yeah. And I reached out to Ron Campbell. Do you know who that guy is? No. He was the main, he's the main animator um, for Yellow Submarine. And it was, I don't know, it was like March. And I go, and I got a hold of him. I found his email address. He had a website. And I said, I'd really like you to come on our show um, in July because my partner is a big Beatles fan and it was going to be his birthday present. I thought it would be a nice little birthday present to have Ron Campbell on and he could, we could talk about, you know, Yellow Submarine. Wouldn't yeah. have that been awesome? Yeah. Right? So he said, yeah, fine. 
and to reach out to me in or to, to reach out to him in like June, which I did. And I got no response. So uh, I figured that he just listened to the show and said, oh, this, I don't want to have anything to do with this, right? Uh, and then I reached out to him again in like August and then in September. And I'm like, okay, it, it, it wouldn't be the first time someone blows us off. Did you see last week, or actually it's now two weeks, he died. He ah. passed away in London. So um, so he's not going to be on the show is what you're saying? <laughs> he's, he's not going to be on the show. But I want to get credit at least for almost booking a Beatles-related guest. Well, and it was totally was going to be your birthday i like a birthday present the good news is it's only february yes and, uh, and you what? have five months plus to come up with another one you know who's uh, still out there is paul mccartney <laughs> yeah yeah well that the restraining order that that the restraining order is it's still in effect, I think. Told you. Well, you know what? This is what we should do. Let's let's lay down a pact. Okay. Uh, that we will have a mystery guest uh, that will, you know, that that will definitely resonate with one of us, and we'll book it. And then on our birthday show, we'll say, "Yeah, Rick, I got a mystery guest." And then they come on, and then we would be all giddy. Can't be ex girlfriends. Okay, no, that's you the know, only. It has to be somebody that's that fits in the celebrity realm. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Um, oh, I like that. I think that that Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. You know what? We can even do that not just for our birthdays either. That could be a fun little shtick. Well, let, yeah, let's not we, push it. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. When I said that the other shows have more effort, there's a reason yeah. for that. <laughs> and I hey, I've got 3 uh, shows. I you know, I got no time to do the, all of that for one little show like this one. Well, is the not to digress or go and go on tangents but i am seeing on my online betting sites not that i bet you know sports bet uh-huh. but the but the soccer thing is going on is it like is this like a big soccer time right now because there's a ton of bets always and promotions with soccer what's no, going you, on what you is know the, what it is is soccer is becoming a huge sport in america because of the english premier league because it's on tv every week and people are watching and during the uh, early months of the pandemic, it was the only sport out there, and a lot of people caught on to it. In fact, Paul Banks, who we just mentioned earlier, who's on Stick to Everything on the Radio Misfits Podcast mm-hmm. Network, he um, has a book coming out on this little press in Chicago called Eckhart's Press, which uh, I might... Uh, did, did I tell you about this one? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm still mad at you for not getting the Hunter Biden book that you said you were going to get. But no, he's uh, got a book out about why the Premier League is so popular in uh, in America. And it's coming out. We're putting it out this sometime this year. So that's fantastic. You know what? I'll mail them out even in envelopes. You know what? I'll do all the shipping. How does that sound? sound I'll just take care of perfect. all the shipping. Great. Um, all right. I got some, you know, we're not getting a little long in the tooth here. Yeah. Uh we're not getting any younger. Uh, I got a couple of stories. You want to hear one of them? Yeah. Well, hang on. Let's play some audio. Here we mm. go. Yeah. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. What do you got? So you know your way around heavy metal, right? I, do. I mean, you even yes. you even once talked to you talked German to the Scorpions. If, <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Klaus Meine, uh, uh, Hermann Rebel, uh, Rudolf Schenker, Matthias Jabs. <laughs> and I forget who the fifth guy is. That's pretty so you're good. Like the, you're like the sixth scorpion, or should I say the <laughs> Einstrahl fear from the, 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 Sex. The, is it? It's Sex. Zebe? 
would it be the Zeban? No. What sex. is Zeban? Zeban is seven. Okay, what's six? Sex. sex. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like the sex scorpion. If you know what I mean. Um, Go ahead. So here's a story that here's a story that will probably make you squirm a little bit. But a heavy metal guitarist from Greece who goes by the name of Prince Midnight wanted to pay tribute to his late uncle who inspired him in the dark arts and turned him on to heavy metal. And how do you think uh, Prince Midnight is going to give tribute to his late uncle, Philip? Well, what he did is he fashioned a guitar, an actual guitar, out of his uncle's skeleton. His uncle died like 20 years ago, and they donated, the family donated the body to a school in (laughs) Greece. And then the school... I thought... And then the... (laughs) Go ahead. I thought you were going to say that they let it decompose for 20 years and then it was much easier to clean off the bones <laughs> no they did like i said they donated to the school and then after 20 years they're like okay the skeleton's really no good anymore i guess after the students have been prodding it or whatever they do so prince midnight made a guitar out of his uncle philip's skeleton and i sent you a clip and i think you have it ready right that's, that's, him the, that's actually, the link yeah actually him playing his dead Uncle, oh wow! Literally. I'm seeing the picture of this now. Holy mm-hmm. mackerel! Yeah. The uh, the base of the guitar is his spinal cord. Uh, or, or, uh, and the and that is the pelvis, isn't it? His pelvis. And the, his pelvis is at the bottom. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, just press play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here goes. <laughs> I'm not going to keep playing it. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, you know, if you made a guitar out of my skeleton, uh-huh. it would it would be like, you know, your hands are cold. <laughs> or, or, you know, watch my back. I got scoliosis. You well, know, ouch, ouch. Would you call this death metal? Um, Yeah, that would be death metal. And I think he's playing a Skelecaster. Yeah, oh, very good. Uh, very good. I'm yeah. a little disappointed he didn't go with uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, but... Uh, <laughs> We'll take what we can get. All right. I have a story for you. This one mm-hmm. is, in a way, it's kind of about you. Oh, well. Yeah. So sure. now, now you're going to actually listen. Uh, two individuals of the species called Brochicia nana, for its nano size, were discovered in a degraded rainforest in Madagascar. The male measures 21.6 millimeters from snout to tail. All right. So that's uh, about the width of a nickel. Okay. Right? So that's pretty small. The female significantly larger, measuring about 28.9 millimeter, which is about the width of a quarter. Okay. okay. You can imagine the difference. Unveiling their find awesome. in scientific reports last week, researchers wrote that the individuals may belong to the world's smallest reptile species. Now, here's the part that reminds me of you, okay? (laughs) The pair were believed to be mature adults due to the presence of eggs in the female lizard's body, plus a fully developed and unusually large hempapenis on the male. (laughs) All right? Now, that hempapenis, as you may think, is just what you think it is. And and they found that the hempapenis is almost 20% as long as its body. 
All right. So, yeah. you know, it, to put it in perspective for you, like, uh, let's say you're six feet tall, 72 inches, right? Is my yeah, math correct? Yeah. 20% of that would be about 14 and a half inches or so. Yeah, that's about, that's about right. We're, in, in America, we call that the, the David Frank Stern. Well, no, but the joke I don't like to brag. <laughs> the uh, joke is, and this is this is a true story. Um, when Dave and I were at the Second City School and we were doing our uh, improv thing, uh, we were in a group, an uh, improv group, and you know we were we were the wacky cut ups in the group, and everybody thought we were very funny and nice and everything. But we were just the you know the the wacky funny guys, right? Uh, until one night we went out drinking after the after one of our sessions. And well, I think we went out drinking every night. I'm right. trying to make it sound better, Dave. <laughs> okay. We went out drinking after one of our sessions, and I let slip uh, while we were having this conversation that Dave, and I'd seen it in college, and I still can't believe how huge it is. It has the biggest appendage of any man yeah. I've ever seen. And I'm like, I don't know how he fits it in his pants. I don't know how he walks around. I, he's like a tripod. You bend him over. It's like three legs. It, you know, just I, I, I really built it up. And I could say, I was, uh, uh, let me stop you for a second. I was not in the bar at the time. No, you weren't there. <laughs> you weren't there. And, you know, why would somebody um, talk up his friend's big one. You know what I mean? So everyone believed to, me. All the to girls. To be a dick. <laughs> because you know it's going to somehow backfire. But go on. All the Tell girls believed story. it. They all yeah. believed it. And after that, we weren't just the wacky funny guys anymore. It was like, oh, Rick, you're funny. Oh, hi, Dave. Oh, how are you? Oh, ha- ha- can I get you a chair? <laughs> And they uh, treated you totally different after that. Yeah. Thankfully, um, I was happily engaged at the time, and the farce was never – the hoax was never uh, uncovered uh, yeah, so to, to this speak. day. Yeah. You know, I got re- to reach out to those women on LinkedIn. Oh, my God. I don't even remember their names, I don't think. Uh, but I, I just think that is the funniest. Uh, that was the funniest thing because I saw the transformation with my own eyes. It's like, oh my god, and you, that really means something. And, you, and and you didn't tell me for like I don't know a month or six weeks or whatever it was afterwards. And then after you told me, I'm like, that's why everybody is being nice to me. I was wondering. Oh, you know, I'm not any funnier, you know. No. I'm not any nicer. Oh, Dave, cut it out. Oh, <laughs> all righty. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's that story. It's now time for this. Time now for studio walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we go into the Rick and Dave archives, kind of like I sort of just did just there with that story about uh, Dave. Um, but this goes back even further, Dave. Now, this goes back to before we even met. Wow. So that had to be, well, high school or No, we're going to go back school. to 1974. Right? And this is not a Rick Kempfer story. Mm. Okay. This is another Dave Stern story. This is a story about a young boy writing a poem and making oh, it onto a radio okay. show. Where it's gone. So why don't you tell everybody that story, because I have the poem standing by, ready to go. Uh, It was like, I don't know, it was sixth grade. It was sixth grade, and we had a school project where you had to write a poem, right? 
it could be a poem on anything. You know, some guys wrote it about God. Some wrote it about, you know, Ron Santo, whatever. And I uh, wrote it about my idol. Okay. Honest Abe Lincoln. Yeah. And and the winners of these poems, I think they picked like six or eight kids from the entire school, got to go on WBEZ radio. And that was when WBEZ was broadcasting from Northeastern's campus, I believe. Okay. Was that? I mean, that was a long time ago. And uh, I, my Honest A poem was, you know, one of the top six. And I ended up, uh, you know. Being a radio star far before you, way before my me. Chicago day, my Chicago. Day. Were you? In, where were you in '74? Were you? I was in Germany. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, what, was, what, like the 11th market. I was number one market <laughs> right there. So I wrote the. You know, I, wrote, I had a little bit of a stardom back. You know, when I was 11. So and, and I and, and, and memorized I memorized it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. What you you, you out there? What'd you say? You've memorized it, and 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 when I first met you, uh, now we're going back like 39 years. Uh, probably the first day I met you, you told me that poem, <laughs> and told me that poem uh, so many times, and told all of our friends that poem so many times that all of us know it by heart now too. And when when we started our advertising agency uh, back in the 90s. Uh, we were uh, working with our buddy Vince Argento, who's our technical uh, producer here, does all our wacky jingles and stuff here. And he recorded you doing your poem <laughs> and put it to music. And here it is. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> Not particularly, but it's, I don't think it's I, Abe Lincoln's I, I, birthday. We have to do it. It's it's okay. in honor of our greatest president ever, the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, okay. Until the day he died, he had still never lied. He was one of our leaders and a good one at that, who always wore a very high hat. And just as he wanted and just as he got, except for a man with a dangerous plot. John Wilkes Booth was a very bad man, and surely not a Lincoln fan. He put a great leader into his grave who wanted so much to save every slave. Dave Stern, 1974. I'm not crying. You're crying. No. <laughs> you know, you know, that, 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 that woman who did the inauguration poem, yeah, she can bite me. This is far better than that damn inauguration poem that she did. You are so did right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, hey, we still got a lot more show. I've got uh, a couple of uh, big surprises still to come. All uh, right. And uh, we're going to get to all that in just a moment. But if you check out Minutia Men Celebrity Interview right now, this is what you'll hear. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Rick, we talked to pretty much one of the most accomplished people I think that we've ever talked to. He's a cybersecurity expert. He's star of a couple of TV shows, including Contact and Hunted. He's written like a 1,200 books. He's Mike Cole. Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. 
I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. And Friends is taking a scheduled trip to the Thunderdome. With a new way to test your backdoor fun zone. And I'm bringing the Thunder Down Under. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. All right, Dave, you uh, get uh, some more minutia for us? Yeah, and I also during the break thought of the the lizard that has the enormous yeah schwanz uh-huh. uh he could do porn right yeah sure and um, i think he could do a movie called Cockadile dundee <laughs> always thinking always thinking <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right so you know this may be the only nice thing i'm ever gonna say to you um but i've always and this is true i've always been impressed on how much you know about different countries and cultures. And I think because of you growing up in Europe uh, for your formative years, yeah. you traveled a lot. You I know? Did. You, yeah, and, and, and you're you're kind of a, a global cuisine buff and I customs am. and yep. geography, um, and especially flags. You know flags really well. Did you? I don't know. I mean, it's not a marketable skill. I mean, but you, <laughs> you know, you, do you, how do you know so much about flags? You want to know I mean, the real reason? Just, yeah. The World Cup. I was going to, you know what, I was just thinking that when you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, that makes sense. Well, here's a story that I think you'll appreciate. Okay. Louis Vuitton removes a $1,730 Jamaican-inspired sweater from its website after social media points out it actually features the colors of the Ethiopian flag and not the Jamaican flag. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty racist, isn't it? I mean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was this is a Jenk. Uh, we should have done the Jenkins jingle. Oh, I got but this it. is a. I got it right here. All right, go. All right, go ahead. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right, Jenkins. Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw ups. Jenkins. It could only be Jenkins. Jenkins with Rick and Dave. Jenkins. I guess it's not so much racist as just unaware and just stupid. stupid. Yeah, right. Um, well, the luxury fashion brand founded in France. Oh, uh, you, you could flop out that. Again, uh, debuted. <laughs> they de- they debuted the Jamaican stripe pullover for seventeen hundred and thirty dollars on the website, just in time for Black History Month um, <laughs> celebration of the United States. Now I got to tell you one thing: if it was Jewish History Month, yeah. they would not be selling anything for seventeen hundred and thirty bucks. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. But for uh, you, <laughs> uh, so photographers or photographs. Show a model styling the green and yellow and red stripe, you know, jumper. But it's the Ethiopian flag colors and not the Jamaican flag. Yeah, the Jamaican flag is black. Yeah. Um, But to give you an idea of how obscene the $1,730 price tag is, Uh here's something that you can buy in Jamaica for that kind of scratch. You want to hear? Yeah. Okay. You can buy a little more than one and one quarter pounds of the best weed that you could possibly imagine. That's 900 joints or 12,000 hits, basically, for one sweater. Now, I ask you, what do you want? 12,000 hits of great Jamaican weed or an Ethiopian slash Jamaican sweater? And both of them make you warm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, wow. Wow. It's, <laughs> yeah. So, so who the, who the hell is buying a seventeen hundred and thirty dollar sweater? Yeah, that's. I'm still. That's insane. I, I, I'm still wearing that ugly purple sweater from the eighties. <laughs> oh, you're admitting it now? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 
I wore it to class like a, three days ago. Okay. It's like it was, right. it was four below zero when I left. You know, um, the flag thing, uh, I don't follow any flag except for one. All right. And that's my freak yeah. flag, man. Let it fly. <laughs> my freak flag fly. All right. It's uh, time for our uh, favorite little segment uh, that's called Celebrity Potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. This is the part of the show where we reach our hand into the jar, pull out a name of a celebrity, and then I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity over my many-year radio career. And I have previously talked uh, about Mary Lou Henner. I have several stories about her. And I know I've told this story on the show before. However, I have since found the audio. Oh, great. All right. Now, if you remember the story, Mary Lou Henner, who was in the uh, television show Taxi uh, and is a Chicago girl, uh, she was on John Landecker's show. And I was the producer of the show. And she... uh, John had this idea that we would have her go in a taxi with him and they'd play a little game with the taxi driver. Okay, get it? That taxi, mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. concept. Uh, and so this is a little clip of that interview. By the way, if you're a cab driver listening downtown, we're at Lake in Michigan. Here we go. Here comes okay. our guy. 1906. Yo, cabby. Here, let's get in right here. Let's get in right here. Okay. Somebody's knocking at him. Taxi! Here we go. Okay, Mary Lou, you get in. Okay, then I'll get in. How you do- Let's get in the cab. We're getting in the cab now with Mary Lou Henner and Taxi. There you go. See how this works, Mary Lou? I can't believe you're doing this. This is so cool. Hi, how you doing? What's you your name? Turn your radio off for Yeah, turn your radio off. I'll tell you what. Just pull up behind this U.S. mail truck for a second, will you? Thanks. And can you turn your radio to 104.3 FM? Turn the volume. Hey, guess what? It's us. <laughs> we're on the air. Hey, we're on the air. Turn, turn your volume down. Okay, turn the volume down. What's your name? You're a celebrity now. What's, What's your name? <laughs> oh, sorrow. Have you ever seen a program called Taxi? Taxi? Is it on HBO? No, it's no, not, not HBO. <laughs> no, not HBO. Uh, Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon? It's on Nick at Night. Oh, this is an actress named Mary Lou Henner. Hi. <laughs> how, how long have you been driving a cab? <laughs> About uh, seven and a half months. Seven and a half months? Oh. Okay. Well, first of all, here's $10, okay, for sitting here with us. Now, I'm going to play you a clip from a TV show called Taxi, okay? Okay. Asado, I want you to listen to it, and I'm going to give you three choices as to what the next bit of dialogue would be. Okay? Listen closely. Listen to this clip. Roll the clip. Hey, Kyle, Lane. Well, worst comes to worst, you sleep on my couch for a couple of nights. Oh, uh, thanks, Alex, but uh, I've slept on your couch, and it's not that comfortable. When did you ever sleep on my couch? All right. Now, the next typical taxi cab driver line would be A... When you overserved me with the Riger rum, B, you showed me the slides of your ski trip, or C, when Louie gave me my fourth migraine of the week. Which one do you think, A, B, or C? Uh, B. B? Yes! Let's roll the tape. <laughs> when did you ever sleep on my couch? The night you showed slides from your ski trip. Oh, I can't believe it. He's got it. I've never seen this show. He's only been driving a cab for seven months. He's got it right. That is absolutely incredible. Isn't that cool? Wow. Uh, so... Here, here's a question from the technical. It, it, so the cab didn't leave; it stayed in front of the right, the right. Hancock. Could he have driven? Would you have still been able to? Uh, would he have? With the, no, with the because the, the microphone would have. It was like a wireless mic, but it worked because okay. we were right in front of the building. Okay. 
Uh, no, wait. And, it was on the uh, phone. It was on the phone. No, it would have worked. Yeah, he could have gone. He could have gone somewhere with it. Yeah. You asked me a technical question. I don't know the answer to technical questions. You should know that by now. Uh, what a great sport that she was. Too. I know. You know, yeah. you, you could you can genuinely tell that she was really. She'd be a great surprise a, for my birthday. Mary Lou Henner oh, Mary would be Lou a great. Henner. She'd be a great surprise for my birthday. I'm just saying, you know. Uh, uh, I just I just saw Mary Lou Henner on a show that my kids were watching. Well, she supposedly um, has like a uh, uh, photographic memory, right? right? So so she should remember me. <laughs> Right, and if she doesn't, and she has a photographic memory, I'm crushed. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I remember everything I'm from except, you know, for, except you. for this guy. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's our little clip for this week's okay. celebrity potpourri. You know, um, Dave, uh, you're you're not going to be able to help uh, me tease this too much, but we've got a mm-hmm. great minutiae celebrity interview coming up on Wednesday. Uh, you were not able to do it uh, with mm-hmm. me this week, but uh, I interviewed Fee Waybill, the lead singer of The Tubes. Love that band. Oh, my God. We had a lot of fun. We talked about, you know, white punks on dope and, you know, all the mm-hmm. all the fun songs that we used to play on the radio. And, well, in fact, here's a little clip of just to give you an idea of the sorts of things we talked about. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. We used to carry a chainsaw, a real chainsaw, because I would do the, the punk number, you know, do Johnny Bugger. And yeah. and I would swing a chainsaw around, a real chainsaw. I, you know, I took the blade off. Right, so yeah, right. Cut my leg off <laughs> and swing it around. And, and, of course, you know, they wouldn't let you use that either oh because those are gas powered and they're <laughs> gas right you can't really can't really very well use an electric one they could the whole kind of the whole effect is gone isn't it right the smoking yeah. and the noise and the danger and i guess it was a fire hazard if you look back on it and <laughs> well I, one time we were in atlanta i was doing the chainsaw and the cap of the gas compartment came off and so i was swinging it around <laughs> and gas was flying gas everywhere all over the band and the gear and the front row and just oh my god hey man that's rock and roll if you'd like to hear the entire interview uh please check out minutia men celebrity interview you can find it on uh, spotify go to opishows.com wherever you find podcasts search for radio misfits um, and that's where you'll also find our show, Minutia Men. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. He is the producer of both of those shows. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. He's the distributor of both of those shows. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The preceding was a presentation of OPI Productions on the Radio Misfits podcast 
Network. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, we earn our doctorate in BS as we pilot higher and deeper in a wide-ranging automotive bull session. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for this BS session and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We're going to predict the champion in waiting. Yeah, you're going to call it. You're calling the champion this week. Yeah. So listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Welcome to the Stick to Everything podcast. I'm Larry Hawley. And I'm Paul M. Banks. In this episode, we touch on everything from Sega Genesis to even snow. We also cover the greatest national anthems of all time and the joys of animal Instagram accounts. We'll do so over three segments as we continue our discussions during the pandemic, which has continued into 2021. Listen to Stick to Everything podcast with Larry Hawley. And Paul M. Banks. On Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Yeah, Rick Kemper screamed like a little girl.